Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove podcast. Louisville and extortion. The unwritten rules in baseball strike. (laughs) I get it again. And the NBA play-in games, including a playoff winner or whiner. We'll talk about that and more. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. From Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network, you're listening to the Sports Stove Podcast with your host, Vince Stover. Welcome in to a new edition of the Sports Stove Podcast. I am getting ready to go away on vacation, and I figured let's get another episode out before we take off. And uh, there is plenty to talk about. More recently, we've been kind of focused on just specific topics. So because of that, we've been unable to get to some of these important topics that are currently on the docket in uh, the sports world. And so today we've got four burners. That's right. That's what's cooking on the sports stove. Four different burners. We're going to talk about each one. Uh, and then we'll be on our way. Today's episode is presented by Skull Candy. Uh, you can enhance your listening experience to the Sports Stove podcast by purchasing yourself a new set of earbuds or headphones from Skull Candy. The link is provided for you in the podcast notes. Make sure you use that link when you go to Skull Candy. That way they know that you've listened to us and uh, we would greatly appreciate your help with that. Just go ahead and click on that link, look around a little bit, see what's there. You might be surprised with some of the great deals that are available through Skull Candy, and we're so thankful for their support of this podcast, and we would sure be thankful of your support by shopping through that link for Skull Candy. A lot of things happening in the world of sports right now. The NBA playoffs are underway. The NBA playoffs The NHL and NBA playoffs are underway uh, right now, and a lot happening. We've had some play-in games. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But we're going to start off today in college basketball. Haven't been talking a whole lot of college basketball, although there's been some fun recruiting things and different things happening in the world of college basketball. One of the more interesting things that have come up recently is the University of Louisville in trouble again. Just a few short years after going through the scandal with the prostitute, 
the prostitutes, the strippers, and all the chaos of uh, getting people to come in. And, uh, you know, it's it's interesting to see what they went through. They've changed up coaches. They've been through now their second coach since the Patino firing. And all of a sudden, just recently, the news comes out that former assistant basketball coach has being arrested and more than likely spending time in prison on federal charges of extortion. That's right. He got fired. He got upset that he got fired. So he said, you're going to pay me money or... I'm going to tell the NCAA all of the ways that you've cheated in recruiting. Now, Louisville did the right thing by going ahead and turning him in and 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 just figuring they're going to deal with the backlash as it comes down. Uh, but what an interesting situation for a university that's already gone through all kinds of different issues in regards to legal issues and uh, just ethics issues and things like that. But if you look at the NCAA, what you'll see is inconsistency amongst the leadership in the NCAA and the punishments that are passed down. Years ago, SMU got the death penalty for their the ways that they were doing things uh, unethically and against the rules. They shut them down altogether. But then in more recent history, you see uh, schools like the University of North Carolina making up classes for their their athletes so that they could play ball and not actually get an education. Yet, absolutely nothing happened to the University of North Carolina. Look at LSU and Coach Will Wade caught on tape talking about paying players. Absolutely nothing happening. Will Wade's still the coach at LSU, as a matter of fact, and the only way he's going to get fired is if the program goes the wrong direction. Uh, and by wrong direction, I mean continuing to lose. And they still have not been – they were good this year. They made the tournament. They were probably underseeded in the tournament, yet still – the only reason Will Wade is there is because he has at the very least met the expectations set for him by the university. Even though he cheated, even though he was caught red-handed, nothing happens. Why is that? It's because the NCAA only cares about certain things. And there are things they cannot come back from. And one of those things is someone, uh, uh, a school that is now for multiple times over the last five to six years have gotten in some major, major trouble in regards to recruiting. And if you think it's going to get better, name, image, and likeness is about to pass everywhere. I guarantee you it's only going to get murkier and stickier and worse as the the ability for players to get paid on name, image, and likeness. I'm not against that. My problem is, is how in the world are you going to regulate it? How are you going to keep universities from grossly um, breaking rules, violating uh, how it works to pay a player who would have never gone to the school otherwise. And we've seen them do all kinds of different tricks, right? Hiring brothers, fathers, friends, high school coaches so that the players will come and play for them. Oklahoma State hired a guy just so they could get a recruit. And as soon as that recruit was done playing, that uh, that that friend, uh, uh, brother, or whatever it was, he's like, all right, well, I'm done coaching here. So, so on he goes. So there have been ways to bend rules, to get around rules, to – do different things for sure for years and there always will be, but I don't think that the name image and likeness situation is going to help calm down the breaking of rules. As a matter of fact, I think it's going to expand and you're going to watch now as the NCAA is probably going to crack down on Louisville. Now are they going to give them the death penalty? No, they're not, but I assume there's going to be some, some interesting punishment or at the very least two years worth of investigating. And then eventually a punishment passed down the loss of, some games or a loss of uh, some some scholarships, something to that effect. The NCAA 
at the end of the day, will wait way too long to do anything about the situation at hand. And probably the coaching staff and all of the players involved will have nothing to do with the university by the time any kind of discipline comes down. Another topic we want to talk about today is the unwritten rules in baseball. They have struck again, and this time Chicago White Sox catcher Yerman Mercedes hits a beautiful home run, but the game was way out of hand when he did it, and baseball's old grudge-filled grumpy People have all now pitched into this fact of that should have never happened. Mercedes was so wrong to do such a terrible thing like hit a home run when the pitch was right down the middle for him to hit. Unwritten rules in baseball, I found some written down. Do not bunt to break up a no-hitter. Do not swing on a 3-0 count when your team is comfortably ahead. Do not spend your time admiring a home run you hit. Do not steal bases if your team is ahead by a significant amount. Do not swing at the first pitch of the at-bat if the pitcher has allowed back-to-back home runs. Are you kidding me with this stuff? Do not rub the spot where you were hit by a pitch. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Do not stand on the dirt near home plate when the pitcher is warming up. Uh, Do not assist a member of the opposing team. Mm. Uh, Do not celebrate anything, basically, is the way that it's written in in the no non-written rules of baseball. And here, Yerman Mercedes hits this home run. And listen, I see both sides of this story. Um, As a player who's gotten absolutely blown out in games before, it's very frustrating to watch someone continue just to add on to your misery. But you're getting paid a lot of money to be playing baseball. And if you can't live with the fact that someone hit a home run off of your backup first baseman, you're going to probably need to find a new a new career altogether. Mercedes, listen, did he need to hit the home run? No, he didn't. Is Was it fine for him to do show? Sure, why not? There's no reason that he shouldn't be allowed to hit the ball outside of just general sportsmanship. But let's face it, professional sports, there's very little sportsmanship around anymore. It's all about me. It's promoting myself. It's about look what I did. Sportsmanship has kind of gone out the door in recent years or maybe recent decades. But here, Mercedes hits the home run, and he has every right to do so. Why? Because he's the batter in a Major League Baseball game that is ongoing. Sure, swing away, my friend. Was it unsportsmanlike? Yes. Did they get their revenge the next game when they threw at him? Sure, but what did that do? (laughs) Got a man on base. It's a little silly. These blowouts are crazy. I think that the Major League Baseball teams who are getting blown out, when it's time to bring in a position player to pitch, you might as well just say, we're done. Forfeit. Walk off the field. Why waste any more time? Get it over with and just end the game right there. If you want to come up with a way that kind of works for somewhat everybody, then have the intentional walk uh, to each uh, the first three batters that come up. When they get on first base, they step off to lead off and let the pitcher pick them off at first base. So that way they don't mess up their batting average and the game gets over with without any craziness going on as well. But I think that's too much as well. Just play the game. Don't get beat by 10 or more runs. So you don't get to the point where you have to put in a first baseman who hasn't pitched since probably elementary school or high school to come in and try to bail you out of the situation you're in. Unwritten rules in baseball. Let's write this one. Get rid of unwritten rules in baseball. It's silly. Nobody cares anymore. Get off my lawn. We'll talk about that more in just a moment. We're also talking about the NBA playoffs. The play-in games have already started. 
Um, as of this recording, we still have two more to go, but by the time you hear this, we'll put down to at least one more to go. In the first round of the play-in games, the Eastern Conference, there was very little excitement as the Pacers blew out Charlotte and then Boston won handily for the most part against Washington. Then on the Western Conference, the game everyone was looking forward to, well, it lived up to the billing. LeBron James versus Steph Curry. Steph Curry, possible MVP of the season? Sure, maybe so. But I woke up this morning because I'm an old man and went to bed before the game was over. And I read, the first thing I read this morning is LeBron James hits game winner over Steph. I see the clip and I think, wow, good shot, LeBron. Excellent job. And then I'm looking and I realize, wait a second. There's still a minute left in the game when he made this shot. Was it the game winner? Yes, it was. Was it a game winner? I would say no, it wasn't because there was still a minute left. So much had to be done. How in the world were more points not put on the board in a minute of NBA basketball? I'm not sure, but the Lakers do win. And LeBron, after the game, says, after I got poked in the eye by Draymond Green, I was seeing three rings, so I just shot for the middle one. Oh, my goodness. LeBron James continues to be dramatic in everything that he does. Listen, for my money, LeBron James is not the greatest basketball player of all time. Is he great? Sure. Is he incredibly talented? Yes. Is he far more talented than me? You betcha. But he's not the greatest of all time. And the reason why, it's not just because of his athletic ability or his basketball skills. It's because of his mental capacity of playing the game as well. Is he smart? Yes. Is he talented? Yes. Does he make great passes? Yes. Does he make big shots? You bet he does. But at the end of the day, the way that he talks uh, and has to explain and has to make up drama in order to try to enhance the story, there's no need to do that. You make the shot. You win the game. You're supposed to be the best player in the league. Why don't you act like it? You know the old saying, act like you've been there before? Come on, LeBron. Let's, let's, let's pick this up a little bit. Let's quit being the dramatic one and let's just start being the great one. You look at Michael Jordan. Listen, I'm not saying Michael Jordan ever complained to the refs. I'm not saying he was never dramatic, but when you think of Michael Jordan, you don't think of any excuses. You think of just hard play and phenomenal shots. Did he push off? You bet he did. Uh, There's all kinds of things with it. Did he get a bunch of calls that the average basketball player wouldn't get? Yes, he did. But. When you think of Michael Jordan, you don't think of complaining to refs, even though he did. You don't think of excuses, even though he had a couple, the flu game, for instance, uh, or the way to make, to extra add drama to the game, whatever it may be. Sure, there are those instances, but overall, I think you look at Michael Jordan and you just think, great player. When you look at LeBron, you see all the theatrics that go with it. The, the, uh, the, oh, I'm exhausted. The, oh, I, I can't see the, all these different things that go in with them. And the, you know, does he ever read past chapter one of a book? Every time I see him with a book in his hand, it's barely open to the, just the front of the book. I'm not sure if he ever finishes books. Anyways, you know, I'm not a LeBron fan. And I think LeBron is more of a whiner than a winner when it comes to the NBA, but he's one of the best whiners and winners the NBA has seen. Lastly, today in this special edition of the Sports Stove Podcast, I would like to take a little time to focus on what's simmering, something that I've had an opportunity to think a little bit about before I come out with an opinion. Sometimes instant reaction is fun and and entertaining and whatever it may be, but there are times we just need to sit back, let some things play out, and then be able to come up with a uh, a thoughtful response to it. And today, our what's simmering uh, segment, 
I would like to talk about load management. The NBA is one of the interesting sports because its superstars don't play the whole season. And as a matter of fact, most of them play very little in the season. And we've seen it continue to get worse and worse. Last year, there was the COVID stuff. So you have to kind of write that off. This year, you're still somewhat dealing with the COVID stuff, although now it's just being used as an excuse in most cases. What's going to happen next year and the years to come? Will it get better or will it get worse? Will we see the stars play more or will we see them continue to play less? I believe that at this point, we're leaning towards stars only playing maybe two-thirds of the season, maybe half the season uh, is kind of the way it's trending right now. And they'll use injuries and they'll use load management. And they'll use all kinds of different excuses behind it. But it's going to continue to be an embarrassment for a league that seems to be growing financially, even though their ratings are dropping relatively significantly. Four players this season that did not play full seasons or anything close to it. James Harden played 44 games. Kevin Durant played 35. LeBron James played 45. And Anthony Davis played 36. All of these players had injury issues. And I am not, I am not saying that they were not hurt. I am not saying that they made up injuries, but I think there were times when these guys could have played and should have played and they did not for the reason of load management. These four players, Harden, Durant, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. Harden makes $41.25 million this year, and he played 44 games. The NBA deserves more than that out of a MVP, out of one of the best shooters or scorers, maybe I should say, the game has ever seen. The NBA fans who buy the jerseys, who pay for the subscriptions, who watch these games, they deserve more than 44 games from James Harden. You're getting paid to play basketball, not to load manage. You're not even getting paid to win championships. As much as you want to win championships, as much as your fans want you to win championships, you're getting paid. The fans are paying to watch you play. You need to play. Kevin Durant, we know he has injury issues, played 35 games. He gets paid $26.54 million this season. Fans deserve more. LeBron James. And listen, LeBron has done uh, played more than most stars in most seasons, with, with the exception of injuries. This year, though, we saw an injury linger that you have to wonder, had he played one more game, two more games? Would have they been in the sixth seed instead of the seventh seed? I don't know, but he gets paid $39.22 million, and he only played 45 games. Anthony Davis had injury concerns. He played 36 games. He gets paid $32.74 million. Listen, I know I sound like the get-off-my-lawn guy right now, but the NBA is losing viewers. And one of the reasons why is because the people the, that the fans want to see play, they aren't playing. We have no idea when they're going to play. Well, you have no idea what's going to happen. Will they, will they even try when they are on the court? There's a lot of questions about that, too. Listen, you have so many hardworking people paying a fair amount of money so that they can see these games, whether it be in tickets or television subscriptions or online streaming subscriptions, whatever it may be, they're paying a lot of money, a lot of hard-earned money, and yet they're not getting to see what they're paying for because of load management. I hate load management. I think it's a horrible thing. Is it okay to sit out a game here and there? Sure it is. I understand that if they play a full season, they're going to need a couple nights off. There's no doubt about it. But if you're getting paid that much money, you need to be out there playing 
and you need to be giving it uh, uh, what the fans paid for. Because what's the point of paying for anything if the product you're getting in return is half-hearted, to say the least? It's a dangerous path the NBA is going down, and I fear, to some degree, I guess I don't really care at the end of the day, the NBA is headed down a path that will continue to see loss in ratings and ultimately loss in interest. They're going to have to find something to get the interest back. You got some really intriguing players, including the four we already mentioned, but Giannis, uh, you've got uh, Zion, you've got Ja Morant, you've got Steph Curry, you've got all these guys out there right now. That's, uh, there's some incredible basketball players. All we ask is that we get to see them play basketball. And at this point, what we've seen over the last few years is it's harder and harder to get to see these people play because they're tired. Oh, my goodness. You have people working 60 hours a week just to get by. You're getting paid 40 plus million dollars to play basketball. Go play basketball. You talk about privilege. There it is right there. Always abounding, always around, always visible. If you just look to celebrities, there's no more privilege than what you find in professional sports or in celebrity lifestyles as well. That's what's simmering. Share your thoughts with what you think about load management. You can comment on our Twitter page at Sports Stove or on our Facebook page, the Sports Stove Pod, or on the YouTube page, the Sports Stove Pod, or you can always email us at the Sports Stove at gmail.com. Share your thoughts with us, what you think. Do you agree? Do you disagree? And what can we do to fix it? I'm not sure there's an answer to that at all. Thank you for tuning in to today's Sports Stove Podcast presented by Skull Candy. Make sure you go click the link. That is in the podcast notes uh, and visit Skull Candy. Get yourself a new set of earbuds or headphones. Uh, I'm wearing Skull Candy headphones. Absolutely love them. And these are only $20, the ones that I'm wearing right now. And uh, great product, great value. It's worth, worth the investment. Go and find yourself your new set of earbuds or headphones at Skull Candy using the link in the podcast notes. We'll be back in the near future with more episodes talking about all that is going on in the sports world, we're working to book some incredible guests for you to give you a great summer lineup here at the Sports Stove Podcast. Um, and I'm really looking forward to have more people on with us. My dad will be back with us in future episodes as he has been on with us a lot uh, here this year. We've got other guests from Belly Up Sports that are going to be with us, as well as um, athletes, coaches, and possibly athletic directors. We are working hard to get these people booked for you, the listener. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Sports Stove Podcast. Rate, review, subscribe, and share, please, if you would. Until next time, we'll see you around the Sports Stove.